welcome back to another episode of Bonfire Radio. Before we jump into this, uh, let's give our best uh, cartoon impressions. I'm going to do my Joe Swanson. Hey, Peter. Your turn. Man, what's up, Doc? That was lame. I don't do cartoon impressions. That was lame. I don't do cartoon impressions. All right. uh, To start off, we're going to answer some questions that girls have for guys. Because, you know, why not? Why not? Let's clear things up. Give you girls some closure. All right. um, First question. Do guys talk about girls like girls talk about guys? That's a dumb question. Am I a girl? Right. We're not girls. How do we know how you guys talk about guys? I mean, like you hear some things, you know, like when they're, you know, like that slumber party talk or whatever. Kind of like guys have like their locker room talk. Um. I don't know. I mean, I feel like if I'm interested in a girl, I probably hype her up a little too much. So here's the thing. Uh, we don't, we're not women, so we don't know how girls actually talk. We have assumptions on how girls talk about guys. But if uh, you guys assume uh, that we talk about girls as in looks and stuff, then yeah, I guess. But it's not like it's not like some we do like often. I mean, I don't know me, me and my friends, my group of friends, I, you know, when somebody gets a girlfriend or somebody's interested, I, I, I think that's usually our main topic of conversation. Um, but it's never anything bad and it's not usually anything sexual. It's just really like compliments and, uh, you know, just like overhyping that person. Uh, and then I, I don't know, but I guess it varies throughout ages as well. Cause, you know, yeah, it definitely all, varies throughout ages. We're all adults, so you know, we're not you know, being petty about anything or, you know, acting childish. It's very, you know, matured conversations. Um but yeah, I mean for the most part, I I mean, you know, if you want to say that that that's like a comparable thing between the two sexes, um, I don't know, I, I I feel like we talk about women in a very mature way. Uh, and it's just, it's a lot of overhyping the situation in that person. For some, for some, I do know, I do know some guys who, who, uh, uh, bad mouth girls when they get in their groups, but then when they're around the, the women themselves, they're completely different. So yeah, like, like you said, it's, uh, it varies through age group, but then it also varies just throughout person. But in a generalized picture, I mean, sure, we talk about girls like you guys talk about us. So, yeah, yeah, that answer would have to be yes. Question number two, what are big turnoffs for guys? Oh, that's a good question. Um, hmm. Well, I'll start this one. Um one of my biggest turnoffs, I guess I'll have to say is, um, being like overly insecure, like to the point where you can't take a compliment type of insecure. It's like, Hey, you look good today. Oh no, I'm so ugly. And it's like, well, you know, what's the point? What's the point of complimenting? Yeah. I I would say mine is probably uh, like a lack of confidence. You know, I'm not saying that you had to be arrogant um but 
you know, like have some confidence in yourself. Like, yeah, I guess that like plays into the insecurity uh, side, you know, like, I guess I'd like, be able to take a compliment, but uh, I don't know, like when you like walk around thinking that like everybody's judging you or is like hating you and your self-esteem is just really, really low. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't really like that. But at the same time, I don't like anybody that's like overly arrogant. But like, you gotta have that middle ground. Yeah. Um. Another really big turnoff that I know from speaking to like you know some of my guy friends and uh just me you know being a guy is girls that puppy dog their guys. I'm not talking about clingy. I'm talking about like you don't do anything unless you're thinking of that of the guy. And what his response would be. I'm not talking about, you know, like being respectful or whatever. Like, I believe women should be respectful to their men. But I'm talking about like, it's like, hey, babe, what do you want to eat? I don't know. What do you want to eat? Like that kind of stuff. You, you, you feel what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that gets a little like puppy dogging. And then it's like, uh, if somebody were to ask your girl a question like, hey, what's your favorite movie? And they look at you as if you're going yeah, to answer it. Like that kind of stuff. I, I mean, I'm not saying you got to be like super independent. Like I'm an independent, strong woman. I don't need no man. Like, okay, that's also for me a turn off. But uh, also if you have a man, like you can, you can be your own person. Feel free to be your own person while still giving that respect back to your man and being, um, being uh, not in a Okay, being in a place that a woman should be if you're in a relationship, but, you know, but still being your own person. Yeah, I, I kind of like the independence thing. Uh, not, like, super extreme, but kind of, like, because I'm introverted, so I like my space and my alone time, and I like being independent as well. And so, you know, and I'm all about my money. So, you know, if I can be with somebody that's like-minded, and, you know, it's like about their money, you know, they like their personal space as well. I feel like that'd be a good, uh, like a good mix for me. Um, cause at the end of the day, you know, like you can be together, but you're good if you're not together. And then at the end of the day, you know, if you guys are both watching money, you just go and build an empire. That's what yeah. I'm able to do. I want an empire. Uh, do you have any, any big turnoffs for you personally? Just the lack of confidence. I can't really think of too much because um, I try not to be like too, too judgmental. Yeah, too judgmental, even though that's uh, like, have you ever done the Myers Briggs test? Nope. Well, it's a test, it's a psychological test that uh, tells you if you're extrovert, introvert. And it's a series of letters. And it's actually funny because one of mine is that I am judgmental, but I try not to be. Um, because, you know, we're all humans, we have flaws, and we all are not perfect well, in any way. I feel like in this question, in this circumstance, what are your big turnoffs? That's not being judgmental. That's just, like, it's not your standards. Because everybody yeah. has standards. Whether people want to believe it or not, everybody has standards. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I try to look past flaws and everything because we all have flaws. But, I mean, I guess mine would just be, like, the lack of confidence. Because with lack of confidence, then, like, you never really go anywhere. You kind of just, yeah, like you want to like be indoors all the time and all of that stuff. And so, um, I guess that would would just be mine. And before we move on to the next question, one last big turnoff for me is 
too much makeup. I'm oh, not going to say yeah. no makeup at all. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, makeup is meant to enhance people's looks. To me, personally, I prefer no makeup. Mm-hmm. But, like, sure, it, you know, when Crystal throws on mascara and lipstick, she looks really good. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, that she looks really good with it. If she's not, if we go out to, like, a party or something and she decides not to put on makeup, that's not going to ruin my night. I'm not going to be the type of dude that's embarrassed because yeah. everybody else's girls wear makeup. I actually feel better because... You have those girls who cake up their makeup mm-hmm. where, you know, if you scratch it off, it's coming in a freaking seven, seven layer dip type stuff. Yeah. I don't like that. That's a huge turn off for me. Like a girl who wears makeup like that. We're like, because girls also don't fill in their eye when they do their eyebrows. Of course, they don't put concealer and foundation on it under their eyebrows. So you can tell the skin difference between their face under their eyebrows and like their neck. Nah, that's that's dumb for me. I, I don't like that. Yeah, I'm actually glad you brought that up because that's actually yeah, that, that's a big turnoff for me too. Is all the makeup. I'm more I like I'm the type of person that's like I like the natural, you know, like keeping keeping everything natural. Uh, and makeup, yeah, the extent of makeup is a big turnoff for me. Like you said, like the seven layers or whatever. Um, but. Yeah, you know, like my last major relationship, you know, I, I thought she looked beautiful with makeup. You know, I didn't mind it. But I guess like looking back on it, maybe more than I should have because, you know, she really liked putting on the makeup for, you know, her personal reasons. Um, and I wasn't too fond of the makeup. I mean, she looked beautiful with it, but I just I'm not a very big makeup person. Um, and so I guess looking back on it more times than not, I was probably asking her not to wear makeup, but uh, that's just, that's yeah, I, I don't see a problem with that necessarily though. Cause you guys were together now in like the circumstances, the circumstances of these questions, these are like questions girls have for guys. So it's like, Oh, well, what, you know, kind of like, what should I do? Well, I'm but saying in like, your, but, in your but, case, but that's what I'm saying is that like, she put it on for her personal reasons. And I think it was a conflict. Like when you guys would go out. No, she just put it on because it made her feel. Oh, just like, to it put it her, on. Yeah, it Did she cake it up though? No, she didn't cake it up. I oh, mean, she wow. was very like little makeup, but I mean, like at the same time, like, I like natural, and yeah, so well, like I guess it was a conflict of interest because it's just a conflict of interest yeah, because that's that's all it really was. It was a conflict like of what interest. you like and she likes what she likes. And yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was like probably like attacking her. Like she probably felt attacked because this is what she does for her personal reasons, reasons that I'm not going to get into. But you know, she did that for her reasons and uh, I guess if the roles were reversed I would feel a little attacked as well because it's like I'm doing this because I feel x y and z and it makes me feel this way like for football right or wrestling I love those two sports you know it's where I play it's a good uh stress relief for me and uh like helps to manage anger and so you know if somebody were to come to me and was like oh you know I would really like if you stop playing football or if I I really like if you stop wrestling. I'd probably take a little offense to that because that's what I like to do. And so, you know, if the roles were reversed, I'm pretty like sure if a girl it. you were with was like, like, oh, you spend too much time doing sports. Yeah, like stop playing sports. Hang out. Mm-hmm. I'd probably feel a little offended. So, agreed. Oh, we just gotta look at it from a different perspective. All right, number three. What are things girls do that turn you on? Can't <laughs> yeah, start. Uh, I'm going to think about this in a non-sexual way. 
So it's going to take me a minute. Ooh, yeah, I got to go with that too. Okay. Um, well, things that turn me on that girls do, I, you know, compliments just aren't for women. I like being complimented, if I'm going to be honest. Ooh, compliment the fuck out of me. Yeah, like. Sometimes, not all the time. Because I don't do it as much anymore, but like, I used to be the type of person that would get up on a weekend at like 10 o'clock, take a shower, just get all did up just because, just because. And if I'm with somebody, um, and I did all, and not even for them, if I just got up and, you know, look good, a little compliment, even if I wake up and crap, I like compliments. If I'm be honest, I like being complimented. I like, uh, little gifts given to me. You see, I don't like the gift thing. That that's actually because like I nah like there's some people that are like oh I want to spoil you too like mm, I'm not the type to to be spoiled I don't like it but what is a big turn on for me sometimes I just want to be little spoiled <laughs> I just saw a post about that today and I was like this is perfect because yeah okay being held is <laughs> being held is amazing. But yeah, all guys want to be little spoons sometimes. Yeah, I just I want to be little spoons. If, Wrap your leg around me. Let me make your arm fall asleep. <laughs> any girls that are listening to this, if your guy says they don't like being little spoon, he's lying. He's quote unquote gay. He is lying. Little unless, spoon him. Let him be little he's spoon. He's lying. Unless you're trying to stick something in him, there's nothing gay about being little spoon. Let him be little spoon, play with his hair, and watch how fast he falls asleep. Everybody needs a little TLC. Men are just giant babies. That's what they are facts number four do you care if a girl is shaved or not no nah. like uh, wait we're, like we're talking about like legs and armpits and that's for you to interpret like okay i don't know man. I, it's gonna get like a little personal like okay so for me don't expose anybody just no i'm not exposing anybody i'm just talking about like personally for me i mean like i just feel like because of society like, I mean, honestly, I, I was just talking about being natural. I honestly don't give a fuck. Like, you want to let your armpit hair grow out? I'm not licking your armpits, so. <laughs> I'm going to pump the brakes on that one because, okay. Well, that that's so, the thing. Like, if you're letting it, like, grow out, like, where you can braid it, like, that's a little weird, man. But, like, if it's just, like, a little bit of stubble, like, on the armpits and the legs, like, I really don't care. And then for, like, the nether regions... Like that, I just, I really don't care about that. Like, it's natural, it's biological, it's human. So, whatever you want to do down there, I don't really give a fuck. Okay, no, for me, all men know women are are more hormonal. Women are confusing. And honestly, women can grow more body hair than men can. A lot more, I know a lot more women that get hairier than a lot of guys I know. So, for me... The armpit hair, that's got to go. Yeah, that's what I, I'm saying. Like, I don't, I don't like armpit hair. Like, if it's a little bit of stubble and it's like, oh, I haven't shaved in like, okay, yeah, if it's like, like, I haven't shaved in like a week, like it's not gonna like different. be like a. You know, but like, if your armpit hair is now competing with my armpit hair, that's got to go, baby. It's got to go. Yeah, I can agree with that. I mean, it's... and then um, arm hair, arm hair doesn't bother me because honestly, growing up around a lot of uh mexicans mexicans are or hairy just hispanics in general they're yeah hairy. they're hairy and i knew 
growing up in elementary school, there was a lot of girls. Almost every girl that was Mexican had armpit hair or not armpit hair, uh, arm hair. And I thought that was normal until we hit middle school and girls started like shaving it. And I'm like, wait, what's going on? So like arm hair doesn't bother me. Armpit hair has got to go. Leg hair. Again, if it's competing with mine, it's got to go. If it's just stubble because you were being lazy for the week, okay. And then down down under, if we're talking about down under, um, I don't care because me as guy, this is this might be TMI, but I don't shave. I don't trim because growing up, dad or our dad, I don't know about other people, but dad's always like, oh, you got hair on your peaches? You got hair on your peaches? So I associated hair on my peaches with being a man. Once I started going through puberty and, you know, everybody's talking about their manscaping at school. I'm like, wait, all these guys are shaving. I'm like, I spent all this time growing out this hair. I'm like, no, that makes me a man. I'm not going to shave it. So yeah. I don't do any. I, I've shaved a couple of times. It hurts like a bee growing back in. So it, I don't itches, do it. Yeah, it itches when it grows back in. So I think they're like ingrowing hairs and stuff. Like, so that's my thing is that like, I'm not like all like forest man down here. You know, I keep it nice and neat trend. Nope. If but, I was wearing tidy whities you'd see it poking out the poking out the bushes. No, nah, I can't do that. Like I keep it nice and trim just because it makes me feel good. So like that's my thing is that like if it's not all gone for me, if you don't want it all gone, because I mean it's it's a bitch trying to shave as a guy, you know, because you got like your nuts and everything and then like for a woman I can only imagine what that's like because the anatomy is just yeah, so can. much different. And so like my thing is if you don't want to do it that's cool. That's on you. That's your body. For but me, a woman down there's got to be, got to be trimmed. I'm not talking because, like I said, I so for me down there, I can't. I feel like I can't turn around and judge a chick and be like, I'm gonna grow mine out, but you got to let have it gone. Yeah. So like, pubic hair down there doesn't bother me. So that's what I'm saying. Is that like, when it's it, like it when it's like Congo jungles down there, then it's like okay, it's got it. Even though I don't keep my stuff neat, I still feel like a girl's got to keep her stuff neat. And then again, ladies, this just goes back to standards. Like, every guy has their standards. Yeah, I don't know. Mine is different. I just... So, take offense or not, but... What I do with mine is what I do with it. What you do with yours is what you do with it. I I really don't care. I mean, it's not going to... It's not going to stop me, so... But in no way, shape, or form form do we condone sex at a young age so you shouldn't even know keep that in mind yeah he speaks from experience yeah sex before marriage not good because no because then you get a little one running around yeah wanting to box everybody every two seconds so number four this question shouldn't even matter dirty minded children all right so number five uh, we're being asked What's your favorite thing for a girl to wear? I'm not going to say sweatpants and stuff because if we're out, I'm not, I don't want to, you know, wear sweatpants stuff. I'm saying my favorite thing for a girl to wear would just be something, something casual, something that looks nice, but not too nice, but also is comfortable for her, but then also comfortable to look at. So nothing specific, but just like in that general ballpark. That's me. Yeah, I don't know. 
I mean, I'm a very like laid back person. I'm very nonchalant. My standards aren't low, but I mean, I'm probably so- making them sound like they're really low. I really don't give a fuck. Just dress for the occasion. Whatever you want to wear is cool. Um, I mean, like we're chilling at home. I, like there's nothing more appealing than uh, you know, like a baggy t-shirt and like some spandex or like spandex and sweatpants and like a sports bra. I don't know. If we're at home, if we go out and just dress for the occasion, dress how you want to dress, you know, whatever makes you feel good, makes you feel beautiful, go for it. All right, number six. This one I'm going to skip over because I know there are some people listening that I know personally that I'm just not going to let them into this part of my life. But for this question, uh, it will be uploaded to Twitter. So feel free to jump in the conversation and let us know what you think. Uh, my bro here, uh, Anthony can decide if he wants to answer, but I'm not, but here's the question. What makes a good budge? You guys will, if you know, you know. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'm going to answer this one. Um, I feel like that's a little too personal. Uh, and I don't want to expose anybody or expose myself, you know, uh, and again, I'm, I'm not a hoe. Okay. Yeah. And again, too young if you girls are uh younger than the age of married it's too young to know what a budge is anyways yeah so, i don't know i just i don't i don't feel comfortable answering that because i just i don't want to expose anybody uh, really dang what's with these questions these are not good there's that one there's this well i feel like that's a very valid question that number seven but this is these are supposed to be questions that girls are asking guys yeah that's a valid question okay yeah i guess uh number seven how often do you think about sex too much (laughs) see that was the answer i didn't want why okay if uh, girls asking you this and you tell her that yeah okay be honest uh be honest with you ever since i hit puberty it's it's been on my mind all the time. That's why I have a child at 18. Uh, some guy, I have a friend. I'm not going to expose his name or anything, but I know I've known him since freshman year of high school and his mind does n- not come across this stuff ever. I've never heard him say anything sexual. I've never heard. Him. And then I, I've questioned it sometimes. I was like, Hey bro, you gay, you like men. Do you like, do you like men? And he would be like, no, I, I'm not attracted to men. And I'm like, you sure? Because I've never heard you say anything that makes you attracted to girls. And he's like, I just don't think about it. It's not important to me. So for me, how often do you think about sex? Uh, it crosses my mind a lot. And I don't know why I'm this way, but I'm a very dirty person. So anything that's said to me, I can make into a dirty joke. For other guys, I know that it's not on their minds often. Yeah, so, yeah. Well. We're also a Garrett bloodline in our family. Uh, there's a little joke that uh, all the all the Garrett men are whores, and uh, whores. That's like all we think about. So I, it's just the curse of the family is that we got raging hormones. So I mean, I'm gonna be honest, it's on my mind. It's no boy, no. Yeah, it's on my mind a lot more often than it should be, but uh, and it's that temptation um, that needs to go. Genetics. All right. Uh, do, 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 do. We didn't skip that one. Do you ever think about marriage? Oh yeah, a lot. That's uh, that's a big thing on my mind. 
is it kind of goes back to like building that empire is that I just want to have that relationship where you know it's secure everything's good I just like yeah we have that you know like inside joke in the family about us being whores which a lot of the men are but uh yeah that, that's something that's big on my mind is marriage uh like when I'm with somebody I'm especially now like I'm only 20 21 in a couple months but you know like People are always like, oh, just go out, date, talk to different people, you know, explore, all that stuff. But that's, like, the number one thing on my mind is that if I'm dating you, like, I'm dating you for a reason. You're dating for the long term? Yeah, I'm dating for the long term. I'm not trying to do, like, short flings because it's a waste of my time. And I'm a person that doesn't like to waste my time. So, you know, if it's just going to be, like, a hookup or something, let's just call it what it is. But if I, like, because once I go all once I get into a relationship, I go all in. I'm in it for the long haul. And... You know, I put in a lot of time, uh, a lot of emotions, and, you know, it doesn't really matter, but, you know, a lot of money, because once I'm in, I'm all in. And so yeah, that that's my biggest way. thing, is that, like, if I'm with you, know mm-hmm. that we're, I'm trying to get married. Yeah, I've always had that mindset from a child, I remember. Um, I'm not going to really call it, I'm not really going to call it dating, Um but you know when you're in like elementary school and you're like oh you like this person you like this person and when you're dating that that person i've always dated people for the long term um and that's just because that's i don't know that's how i am i've always seen it that way uh have you seen that tweet that went around it was like last summer or something but it said some like what a waste of time to be with somebody for 5 years just to be strangers again mm-hmm. that's how i see it like, and I've been in that position. Yeah. It wasn't five years, but I mean, I've been in that position too. It wasn't even a year; it was uh six months. But it's yeah, it's just a waste to me. It's just a waste of time. So if I feel like I have a connection with somebody, but I don't really know if they're feeling the same way, I'm not gonna go for it because there's that thought in the back of my mind, like, well, this person's not really showing you the same energy, mm-hmm. so it's gonna end up being a waste. And it's like, why waste? Even though people date for three months at a time, still, why? What a waste! That's three months of your life that you could have been doing something. So yeah, you see, that's my big thing is that like, like so. Let's use the three month example. That's three months of your life that you're not going to get back. Time, emotions, uh, like you, you can always make money back. That's why I said before that like not that it really matters, but you know, spend a lot of money. That can be made back. But that time, that breath, um, you know, spoken words, that's all stuff that you're not going to get back. Emotions. Yeah, and uh, it's really the the heart that you put into it for me. Yeah. It's not even the money, okay, whatever money. It's the time and, like, the emotion you put into it. Because when people get emotionally attached and then that breaks off, that's, it's like, heartbreak is the worst. Mm -hmm. So, for me, it's just nobody's worth the heartbreak. And, okay, I'm married now. Uh, so, I mean, I've made it to that point, but still, I didn't, there's, I wouldn't have, uh, been with Crystal if I didn't see marriage at the end. Yeah. So do, do guys think about marriage? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, at least we do. A lot. And you can tell the soft, the, the harder the guy acts, the softer he is. I don't know about that. I, I, I've seen it way too much. Nah, cause I'm, I'm soft as fuck in my relationships. 
I look like a dick. I look You're like soft, a, but I look but, like an asshole. But what if you weren't in a relationship? What if you were just a, a friend to a girl? I'm still soft as fuck. That, well, that's the that's thing. You. Like I look like an asshole, but I'm not really an asshole. Um, fuck, I feel like who made the comparison? But somebody called me a teddy bear or something. You know, like I'm a t- I'm just a fucking teddy bear on the inside. That's all I am. Well, with me, uh, anybody who's close with me knows that I'm soft and sensitive sometimes overly sensitive but my friends i don't they don't see that part of me my friends see the uh cool like leadership kind of like you know yeah like i'm strong i have i I, like the foundation but nope i'm i can break down easy that's why listening to 30 minutes of somebody like juice world or Khaled can have me depressed for a week juice world has everybody for life, I still love him. <laughs> All right. Uh, question ten: What do you what do you notice first about a girl? Smile. I notice eyes. Yeah, it, it it's a tie for me, especially like, nowadays. Yeah, it's a tie for me. I love pretty. I'm a sucker for pretty eyes, but I'm an even bigger sucker for the pretty for them lips. Not not the lips, man. The smile. Like I don't know. Like, I don't want to be shallow, or I don't want to sound shallow, but, like, teeth are a really big thing for me, man. Yeah, I agree. Because, like, I have good teeth. I've never had braces. And so, like, I, I'm never going to need braces. Hopefully. I don't think that's, I don't think it's unfair to say teeth are a big thing. I don't think that's shallow. No, like, I, that, that's my thing, is that just, like, a pretty smile. Like, that's the first thing I noticed, man. Or notice. I'm sorry, I kind of slurred right there. Um, but yeah, eyes and smile. Very first thing I noticed right off the bat. Yeah, for me it's uh it's eyes. Not really smile. I mean smile eventually comes in there, but first thing for me is definitely eyes. Um and you know, I've noticed uh some girls that just they have like normal brown eyes, but there's something about their eyes that are just like I can't even describe it, but it's just like those are those are some eyes. Yeah. So eyes are a big part of me. Eyes are the windows to your soul. Yeah. So eyes are the first thing that I notice. You see, I like uh, I like brown eyes. I I like blue eyes. I'm not too fond of blue eyes. Um, I like them. They're not like at the top. I just, I don't know. I feel like they're like really basic unless. Unless, because I, I didn't know somebody that that had blue eyes, but they also had like a hint of orange and yellow in their eyes and a little bit of green. That was pretty cool. But, oh, dude, I'm a fucking simp for green eyes. Oh, God. I got tan skin, brunette, with some green eyes. Yeah, like if you look like the human version of Katara from The Last Airbender. I don't know about all that because I don't watch that. You don't watch it? Okay, so like imagine like olive skin almost with crystal blue eyes oh you gotta watch it you um, see but that's the thing man. I'm not talking about blue eyes I'm talking about green eyes shoot put I'm green eyes in it it'll work alright uh, next question would you care if your girlfriend had a lot of guy friends uh, well I mean mm, no not really to me it just depends on how they interact um, if it's like oh I grew up with these guys you know like they're kind of brothers type of thing I really don't care. I mean, like, it's weird. 
I'm a I'm an observer. Okay, I'm a people watcher. So like if I'm you know hanging out and I see that like one or two of them is like acting a little more you know friendly, then maybe I'll be like, yo, this dude's a little sketchy. I don't feel too comfortable about him. I mean, I'm not gonna tell her because she's not a dog. Can't keep her on the leash. You know, she's gonna be friends with who she wants to be with, and I feel like there has to be trust in a healthy relationship. So I got to trust you to be with these people and make the best decision. And then if you don't make the best decision for this relationship, then obviously you're not the one I should be with. Um, but I just, I feel like it's, um, it's a little, it's a double standard because I have a lot of friends that are girls. And so for me to be like, Oh, you can't be friends with who you want to be with or, you know, have a lot of guy friends. I feel like, Males and females can be in a very platonic relationship and just be friends. Yeah, uh, for me, it just like I said, depends on interaction. Um, if because I know from experience, I was the guy friend, mm-hmm. and I knew my girlfriend or I knew my wife at now, but at the time, I knew that she had uh, she was in a very crappy relationship, so I was that guy friend that was constantly being blocked by her boyfriend. She was in a real uh, toxic relationship. So I was always being blocked, but she was always finding a way to talk to me. Even so she changed my name from Alex to, I think it was Ashley or Alexa into her phone just so she can talk to me. Um, See like that, that type of guy friend. No. Um, Yeah. But you guys, you guys were never on a quest to be in a relationship. It was just like, no, at first, no, we weren't because our, our whole friendship started off by um, she had her assumptions about me and I never even knew that she existed until I saw her in class. So we started our, our friendship started off very like um, we insulted each other a lot, but we laughed about it. it yeah, was but like, it that's was like what I'm saying friend. is that you guys were just friends because you even said that like if you were to like sit down and be like, OK, like so for me, for instance, right? In my last major relationship, I was going to sound corny as hell, but, you know, my, at the time, girlfriend, uh, you know, it was like, I think it was first period, right? Didn't notice her or anything until like October. And, you know, one day I was just sitting in class. I was at the back of the classroom. She walks in. It's like everything slowed down. There was a fan blowing. and It was like a movie, right? Like, she was, like, glowing, and everything slowed down. And, you know, I told myself, I'm going to marry this girl. That's where I was at. You guys weren't there, you know. Like you said, if you had, like, sat and thought about it, Crystal probably wouldn't be the one that you were like, I'm going to marry. It just, yeah, that was the case. your friendship happened, and then that led into something else. But it wasn't, like, I want this relationship. Like, this is going to be my relationship. Well, yeah, well, that was the case for me and Crystal. During our whole friendship, I was chasing another girl that didn't have want like anything to do with me in a, a romantic way. So, yeah, but I was still at the end of the day, I was that guy friend. Um, but the question is, would I care if my girlfriend had a lot of guy friends? No, I wouldn't care if she had a lot of guy friends because I'm the type of person who has a lot of friends that are females. I have a lot of, uh, or, had at one point I had a lot of girlfriends that I was really close with but I didn't see them in a romantic way so no I wouldn't care if she had a lot of guy friends it's just interaction 
Mm-hmm. Like if they're if we all went out in a group and she's like brought two of her guy friends and these guy friends are like uh, hugging on her and, you know, punching her and stuff. That to me is like flirty. So no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. So it just depends on how she interacts with her guy friends. If she interacts like friends should interact, then shit, I don't care. Have guy friends. I'm not that type of person to you know be. I'm not controlling in that way. But if all of her guy friends are acting flirty, and I know what flirty is because I was that friend at one point, then no, I, I would. I would definitely mind. So it just it just depends on circumstance. And interaction. I agree. Um, all right. What would you do on a first date? What would I do or what would I want to do? What would you want to do? Skydive. On a first date? Yeah, why not? Yo. He said, if we make it out alive, <laughs> it's meant to be. No, I just like, I don't know. I'm going to do something. I don't know. Like, I was very reserved, like, a lot of my life. And, you know, at least living in Illinois, I was very reserved. Uh, coming down here, man, I've just been doing, or, like, wanting to do more spontaneous stuff. I don't know. I, I would go skydiving. I got this freaking phrase tattooed across my leg. Seek discomfort. Push past your, you know, push past your comfort zone and just live life. I mean, why not? I want to say skydiving is a first date thing. Um, for me... I don't care who you are, where you came from, how much money you have in your pocket. If you're with me, you're getting a first date that's like McDonald's. And shoot, order whatever you want. I'm not going to limit it to dollar menu. But honestly, for me, uh, a first date should be something fun. It should be something casual to get to know the person. Um, Of course, when you grow up and you become an adult uh, and you become older and you meet people, okay, you want your first dates to be more in an adult setting. But shoot, for me right now, and I maybe my mind will change, but I see this down, still down the line. If I were to go on a first date with somebody, it'll be, still be something fun like McDonald's or a trampoline park or something that's fun. Where Because in fun situations, you kind of see more of a person for who they are. So Sky I'd dive, want man. that. Sky you don't skydive, no. You do. Not for a first date. Dude, fear can bring out a lot in people. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. Have you ever watched Fight Club? She is. Well, you're going to throw her out the plane. She's going to start spinning out all her secrets. No, have you ever watched Fight Club? Uh, I think before, probably. Watch Fight Club. So there's two scenes, right? One of them are the, char- the main character and Brad Pitt are in a car, right? And they're like having this argument. And Brad Pitt lets go of the steering wheel. And the car is, like, going head-on with a semi. And he asks him, you know, like, what's something that you want to do before you die? And the guy's like, I don't know. Like, make a painting or something, right? Just, like, little, like, bullshit just to get him to put his hands back on the wheel. And he's like, no. What do you want to do before you die? Right? Like, that kind of stuff. It brings out a lot of people. Then there's another. Well, yeah, that's the same for the movie Central Intelligence with The Rock and Kevin Hart. Yeah. They were in a helicopter and he's like, oh, we're out of gas. Yeah. And, And, like, there was another scene in Fight Club where they go into a convenience store. Brad Pitt has a gun. You know, he takes the cashier outside, tells him to get on his knees, and he's telling him, I'm going to shoot you. You're going to die today. And the guy's like, I don't want to die. I don't want to die. 
And so he's asking, you know, like, are you like, what's something that you want to, that you wanted to accomplish? Are you living the life that you want to live? And the guy's, no, 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 you know, all this stuff. What do you want to be? I want to be a veterinarian. So he takes his wallet and he's like, okay, I know where you live. I'm going to give you, you know, however much time and I'm going to check in on you. And if you're not on the road to becoming a veterinarian, I'm going to shoot you. The gun was empty. He was just doing it to like provoke him. To push him. Yeah. So, I mean, why not skydive? No, I still don't see that as a first date. I just, I I don't know, man. It's something different. That's like a, uh, a marriage counseling thing or relationship counseling it's just after things are starting to go bad and you're like okay i need answers it's something different because like what's the alternative going to a movie going to a dinner going to mcdonald's going on a picnic mcdonald's pay play place going to an art museum i mean like yeah you can sit and talk and like all that stuff but i mean i don't know i just fear brings out a lot of people but also that adrenaline i feel like you know once you both survive it that's a bond that you can't really break, man. Like, you just did something that literally could involve death. She's going to be like, you're crazy. Get the hell away from me. But you're doing something that literally both of you could die doing it. One of you could die doing it. Okay. I think. But if you both make it through it, man, that's a bond that. Like, I think if break. the first date was planned and both parties agreed to the first date, then okay. If it's a surprise first date. Like, oh, we know we're going on a date, but surprise, we're going to jump out of an airplane? No, that's crazy. No, no. I'm not going to, like, take anybody against their will to go skydiving. Obviously, it would be planned out. And, you know, like, let's just do something spontaneous. You know, let's go skydiving. And if they say yes, then cool, let's do it. But, I mean, what's the alternative? Like, dinner and a movie? Like, it's been done so many times, man. Got to think outside the box. Yeah, I guess. Uh... Do you care about a girl's body count? Uh, yes and no. Dang. That's going to sound. You see, that's the thing. That's why I say yes and no. Because I don't want to sound shallow. Because, like, at the same time, like, because all of this can be, like, a double standard. And it's like, oh, what about guys? Like, so that's why I say yes because of my safety. And it's like, if you've had all these partners, I just... Like, I think we should both go get, like, tested for STDs just to protect both of us. But at the same time, no, because, I mean, really, it's what matters in the moment and not about the past. I think ultimately, yes, would be for me. Just because, like, and it's not even behind, like, the, the medical part and, like, the safe part. It's just for me, like, if I've only been with, say, two people and I meet a girl and I'm really feeling for her, and but it turns out her body count is 10 people. That's not the type of person I want to be with. And okay, people change. And she can be like, oh, I'm ready to settle down. But it's like, but that's 10 people. That's a lot. And there's also something called college. Still, that's just like, and we talked, you you know, we talked about this last episode. Sex is like a, a connection. Yeah. So when you're letting somebody into the, your body or into the, you that way yeah, I read that many times that's just like to me you have like no self-respect you have no value for yourself yeah. so then that makes me feel like i'm just another body on that count so if things end i'm just another guy on that i'm like i don't matter i want to feel like i matter yeah, goes, i want to feel like I it matter. goes both ways if it ends then she's just another tally on your chart no but i don't want to see it that way 
I see it because for me, the reason. Well, you see, the best way to not see it that way, don't ask, don't tell. Just never find out. Nah, it, see, I'm, you see, because I don't, I don't like to dwell on the past. I don't like to think about the I don't past. like to dwell like on the, the past either. But so, a body count would be something. Like, if you had to make a list of things to consider before you go date a girl or go with a girl, body count would be on there. It'd probably be, like, top five for me because... No, Mm-mm. a high body count is not a girl for me. I don't know. I mean, if it's <clears throat> if it can be reasonable, then yeah, like I, ten I don't really care about. You know, if it's like 50, 60, 70, Mm-mm. or even escort, mm, I don't really know. Then I probably stay away from that. But I mean, like we're human. You know, it happens. It's a natural part of life, and so. I'm like, you can't really stop anybody from doing it, man. You're right. It's still. Um, what are your thoughts on paying for dates? Would you want, would you want to pay or are you fine with splitting it? Or do you care if the girl tries picking it up? First date. I'm. I know a lot of people talk now about like going Dutch on the first date. So you guys pay for yourselves. Um, I'm a little traditional in that sense where if it's the first date, I definitely do think that I should pay. And also, I mean, I just feel like that's a part of me being a gentleman is just, you know, like I like to spoil whoever I'm with. And so if I'm always going out, you know, if we're always going out, then I would like to always pay. Uh, there, it's, it's something like, it's a shot at my ego. Uh, it kind of makes me feel like less of a man if I if I can't pay. And that's something that I've had to uh, work on. Um, but now I'm more okay in the sense that like if we're dating and if we've been dating for a couple months and we go out, like, okay, maybe this time I'll take the bill and next time you take the bill type of thing and we kind of like split it 50-50. But definitely on the first date, I think, uh, I'm the same way. Um, since the question doesn't specify first date, um, I'm, I'm still with you. I feel like first date should be picked up by the guy. That's just how I am. Um, I believe we, we've talked about it personally. I haven't talked about it on here, but I believe in um, tradition, traditional gender roles. You know, the man has these responsibilities. The woman has these responsibilities. I'm a little lenient on some like taking care of the kids. I don't believe that's all a woman's job because then again, it takes two to make a child. And if the child's adopted again, it takes two to come to that conclusion. So like as a father, I don't feel like my only responsibility is to provide the financial well-being of my family. I feel like it's also my responsibility to take care of them and interact with them and stuff. So some gender roles I'm lenient on some I'm, more traditional on this in this case I'm more traditional on and I feel like guys should pay for the first date and the man should pay for all the other dates now if your woman is like hey it's father's day let me treat you or hey it's your birthday let me treat you or you've been doing so much for us let me treat you then it's okay but for me personally still I'm like I still feel a little bit I just I just don't like the feeling and it's more of an ego. It's more of like a 
pride thing. I don't like the feeling of my girl paying for stuff. And even like, even when we just go out and buy gifts or whatever, like in the past for Christmas, her birthday, uh, Valentine's Day, I've like made her like these huge baskets and like just gone all out. But I don't like, I, it's just, it feels off to me if she's like, here, I, I made you this huge basket. Cause I'm like, ah, like that's what I'm supposed to be doing. So my thoughts on paying for dates, um, I think the guy should pay for a date. I don't think you should set up the date if you know you don't have the money. And then splitting it, I mean, again, if you don't have, if you know you don't have the money to pay for the full date, then don't do it. But splitting it, I guess I'd be okay sometimes. It wouldn't be all that, you know, great of a feeling. Um, if a girl told you she's never had sex, would you freak out? Would it freak you out? No. No. To me, that, like, a couple questions ago, talking about body count, to me, that's, it means she values herself. And I know some girls might not even see it that way. They might not be like, oh, well, this is something special to me. They just haven't had the chance or opportunity to. Mm-hmm. But still, if a girl told me she's never had sex, that makes it all the more better for me. Not because... Ooh, I get to be your first, but just to me, it's, it shows that you have like the sense of respect for yeah. yourself. I like that, but I also like the mystery of it too. Cause it's like, you know, I've done it before. I know what I like. If you haven't, then it's like, okay, let's kind of explore it. You know, it's find a journey. Out, yeah. Find out, find out what you like, what you don't like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just go from there. Do you like it when the girl makes the first move? Definitely. Sometimes. For real? Yeah. So she asks if she asks you out. You you, you like that? Yeah, because I feel like it's kind of a stigma that like the guys have to make the first move all the time, and sometimes it gets a little overwhelming. And I, I'm an overthinker, and so I start thinking about it too much. And oh, you know, how am I gonna do it? You know, am I gonna get rejected? All this stuff. Um, and sometimes it's kind of hard to read the person, and so you get mixed signals like, oh, if I. If I ask her and then I get rejected, then I look stupid. And then, like, what happens to our friendship? But, you know, I don't know. I kind of like it when they make the first move sometimes because it just takes a lot of uh, stress off my shoulders. Yeah, I'm mm, 50-50 with this one um, only because I don't always have the confidence to, like, make the first move. Like, um, with Crystal and going to homecoming, this was like back when I was like really liking her before, right before we started dating. And man, I knew that she had a lot of people asking her to homecoming. I didn't know she liked me in that way though, but she was like rejecting these guys and she had a lot of people asking her homecoming. But I was like, man, like I just, I didn't, I had the fear of being rejected. I didn't want to be rejected. So I tried making a deal with her. I'm like, Oh, if by uh homecoming weekend, you don't have anybody to go with. Do you want to go with me? She's like, oh, yeah, I guess. But she was still rejecting people. And then that's when I was just like, screw it. I'm going to ask her. And I asked her. But so all not all the time do I like when girls make the first move. Sometimes I would appreciate it. But if if it's something like being proposed to, like, would you would you say yes if a girl proposed to you? I feel I'm sorry. I feel weird if they did. Um, 
I feel like on that, for sure, guys have to make the first move on that. I, I don't know. I would feel weird if a girl got that long with me. I Again, it's like a shot to my manhood and my pride. Uh, so. Yeah. My girl proposing to me would... Uh, that'd have to be a no. I mean, I don't know. Like, if I'm like... If I'm in love with you, I don't think I'd say no. But uh, I would definitely feel awkward. Let's talk about this in private. So I think we're coming down to the last question. What would you want a girl to do that you wouldn't ask her? So like gesture wise, just anything that you would appreciate a girl to do for you that you wouldn't necessarily have to ask. Let me be little spoon. <laughs> little spoon it. Um. Yeah, this just goes full circle. Compliments, little compliments. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I can't really think of anything too big. I think we, like, just things earlier in the conversation. I'd be cool with that. In my case, poopy diapers. My wife knows I hate poopy diapers, so if she just went and changed the poopy diapers for a week and I didn't have to ask her that would be amazing I hate poopy diapers yeah I can't I can't stand them I don't even have a kid but I just don't do poop well that's all the questions that we have that guy that girls would want to ask guys I mean if there's anything else that you know girls can think of or girls have personally um go ahead feel free to comment on uh twitter instagram shoot us dms you know leave feedback on the website but that's all we have for you guys today and thank you for joining us on another episode of bonfire radio remember that we have a twitter we have instagram we have our website you guys can comment leave feedback on all of those and if you do you will be entered into a free drawing to win a free bonfire radio t-shirt uh unfortunately this week we don't have anybody but that does not mean that the contest is over uh we also have our merchandise store if you guys want to go support us you guys can support us by clicking the link in the description or uh checking out our merchandise store we have sweatshirts we have t-shirts we have wall tapestry die cut stickers sling bags face mask we want if you want it we have it yeah thank you guys for listening um again just to reiterate spread the word tell a friend um tell that friend to tell a friend go check out the merch store keep spreading love and positivity i'm gonna give a quick shout out real quick uh it's one of my boys from college uh, check him out on spotify kj jonas uh, j-o-a-n-z uh, he has two singles out break the rules and make believe two phenomenal songs highly recommend uh so again just go out uh check him out give him uh, some listens i don't know maybe follow him i know he's in the works for uh, some more some more great music and one last thing before we end, um, I just want to give a shout out to all of our listeners. Um, our dream or one of our hopes for this podcast is that it can become big, that you guys listen to us. And, you know, we like the we like the conversation. And although there might be some things that you guys don't agree with, sometimes that we would like the feedback to know. And we like we would like to, uh, you know, have those discussions with other people rather than just us two. 
Um, I want to give a shout out to all of our listeners in the US. I want to give out a shout out to our listeners in the UK, Ireland, Germany, Canada, and South Africa. Thank you all for listening. Be sure to check out our uh, Instagram. Give us a follow. Please let us uh, know if um, video would be something that you guys are interested in. Maybe going on uh, Instagram live, possibly starting a YouTube channel. Uh, Let us know. Because that's something that we've been contemplating and discussing. Is probably uh, maybe doing video along with this. Thank you guys for listening. And the all the questions that we had today, uh, the link will be down in the description. Bonfire Radio, the only bonfire you can enjoy indoors. And we are out.